Are you ready? Ready to release internal pain? To find confidence, clarity, and direction for your future? To live a life of meaning, fulfillment, and contribution? To trust your intuition again, but something's been holding you back? You've come to the right place. Welcome. I'm Ian Hawkins, the host and founder of the Grief Code podcast. Together, let's heal your unresolved or unknown grief by unlocking your grief code. As you tune in to each episode, you will receive insight into your own grief, how to eliminate it and what to do next. Before we start, I have one request. If any new insights or awareness land with you during this episode, please send me an email at info at ianhawkinscoaching.com and let me know what you found. I know the power of this work and I love to hear the impact these conversations have. Okay, let's get into it. Around 2009 or 10, uh, I was having a conversation with a family member and they were talking about their father being unable to retire because their superannuation in Australia, their retirement fund had crashed with the markets with the, the global financial crisis that we had. And this was just an absolute moment of change for me. For those who have been long-time listeners would have heard me reference this story before. And it was also a time when I knew that I had to make changes. I knew that, that this, this couldn't be. I couldn't be at the mercy of things outside of my control. There must be a better way. And it really motivated me to change. Now, I learned some really important lessons because I started asking better questions and I started getting better answers and I was led to connect with my first mentor. But initially, I he wasn't a mentor. I was just listening to all the different things that he was talking about. And he kept talking about a mindset upgrade. Now, like one of my clients said recently, despite of himself, he'd been quite successful. Now, for me, that, that was the case in a number of different areas, but there was still a number of areas that I really wish I had more success. But just realising that I can take control of this, that I could actually change my mindset, that I could actually change my attitude towards things and I could create new patterns of behaviour. Now, one of the key areas for me for wanting change was to provide that financial security for my family, for myself. And when we talk about security, this is an important part. It's often not exactly what we think it is because usually we think it's having a big house and a nice car and all the money to do the travel and all those different things, right? So they come into it. Why, why, why would you not want to have those things? But that's not where the security comes from. The security comes from the certainty. The security comes from knowing you've got a longer-term plan to continue to build that security, to have the patience to know that these this kind of security is not going to come with a magic bullet, not a get-rich-quick scheme, but from having a strategy, a proven strategy, from someone who's been there and done that. Now, this mentor, when I was listening to him before I started working with him, he used to talk all the time about just there are a number of different ways to build wealth and he was certainly, he used to interview other people and get a whole lot of different ideas about how to build wealth and his thing was like, well, whatever way you choose, just make sure you're learning off someone who knows, who's done it, 
and he'd been through a number of the property cycles. So we're talking 30-plus years, right? And the property, uh, building wealth through property marketplace, there's plenty of people who are just joined in and they're following a system and they're calling themselves experts, but there's no substitute for somebody who's been through that many of the ups and downs of the property market. So when you are looking to build wealth, to build that financial security, come back to self. Like I said, there's a million different ways to build financial security, but you need to know what it is that you're building it for. Why are you building it? What does actually security look like? And then how do you have a system to be able to build on that? Now, one of the things that we weren't doing very well was budgeting and having a plan and that concept of delayed gratification. So these are all key elements to being able to slow down and get clear and be prepared to go through short-term pain to get long-term gain. Now, one of those areas for my wife and I has been what security looks like for us from a life perspective. And we made a conscious choice to, we'd we'd set up our financial security to a degree and we had a long-term plan, but then we had a change of plans because we decided to prioritize lifestyle to bring in other elements of security. So our children knew that they were secure because they were getting the best of us, not what they were getting before, which was the absolute worst of us. Working too many hours, long days, not present, um, disconnected from them, and we missed the we missed a few things. We dropped the ball, and we missed some big things which could have ended up way way worse than they did. And I feel so appreciative that the worst case didn't happen. But I also look back at that time, still thinking, man, what, how did it get to that point? So I'm talking things that were happening for both of our children, like big stuff that we just missed. So we shift, we shifted, we changed direction, and we we prioritise a different sort of security. And now, so the security is around freedom, and there's still a financial aspect to that, absolutely. But we could still create that security by both dropping down from those well-paid corporate roles, and then manage it so that we had that security, and then we could build in another different different direction. So still property, but now focusing obviously more on business and then other different opportunities. And that was one of the things I learned through this financial security is having a number of different different revenue streams. Now, I grew up with that old adage of get a job, work hard, save hard, pay off your house, have no debt, and you'll be happy. Problem is, without a hold of other different skills, the reality is that it can be a trap and you don't end up happy because other patterns of spending and inability to do even follow that basic system can be more difficult than it actually sounds. So when you are moving forward, it's reinventing what that looks like and being open to different ways. And as I said, building other revenue streams. 
in my household it was one revenue stream it was my dad's pay and that was that but there's a potential for so much more and to be able to create a lifestyle of your own choice now for some of you staying in a job is perfectly fine and there's nothing wrong with that and for some people that's the right thing to do I'm, I'm never telling people they should get out. If anything, if they're thinking they want to start a business or they've started a business and they're not earning, I'm, I'm encouraging but never obviously ordering, encouraging them to go, okay, well, how can you get money coming in? Is there a job you can take? Because there's nothing like the security of having that consistency until you can build consistency in another area. Now, when you've got a few different revenue streams, particularly if they're passive, that has money coming in while you or you're not even doing anything, then you start to build more of that security. Now, I'm by no means an expert in that concept of wealth creation from a specific uh, traditional wealth creation process. But I've learned a fair bit about how you create the space to invite in wealth, how you peel back those old patterns that are restricting you from inviting in more wealth. Again, coming back to that place of not, not so that you can be, in inverted commas, rich, but so you can feel whatever secure looks like to you. So you can create that security for yourself and for your family. And I don't know about you, but that's a big driver for me. Part of my why, which I've mentioned on previous episodes, knowing your why, is to be able to have any resource that I need to be able to provide for the most important people in my world. And at the moment, the reality of society is, oh, I'm going to need some money for that. So that's a key driver. I've got a, a number of different revenue streams at the moment, and I'm always looking to increase them, not by just diving into anything, but with things that are in alignment with my values, my wife's values, our family values, and then also putting it through the lens of our own priorities and what we know about the sort of people we want to do business with. And as always, anything like this that requires growth starts with clarity. There's a great book out there. Uh, well, there's many great books like this that, that go way back to, to um, Think and Grow Rich from Napoleon Hill like 100 years ago. But the concept in these books is uh, all fairly similar. And the one that was big for me was Bob Proctor's You Were Born Rich. And he talks about a number of different things to get you started, including make sure you've got your insurance in order and all those different things. But then also getting really clear on what your ideal life looks like down to the last cent. Because how do you know what you're working towards if you don't know what you're working towards? And these concepts were just such a, a uh, breath of fresh air for me because I'd always, you know, that, that sort of working middle class sort of upbringing where you never quite felt like you were getting ahead. You always sort of had to think, well, am I going to get anything new here or is it going to be hand-me-downs or... But that change is possible. Now, regardless if you were born into money or not, there are still going to be patterns of of insecurity that are playing out. If you, anything from the uh, statistics in, um, in Sydney around 
university dropout rates from people of wealth, but then also their ability to then make a comeback because what they've learned from their family about building wealth and then finding their right job. And um, there's a million different ways based on who you are and where you're brought up. But what's still true for everyone is that there's going to be patterns of behaviour that lead you out of that sense of security, whether it's within yourself, whether it's around finances or any other part that is important for you for security. And it requires a change of thinking, whether you believe in the concept of mindset or just an upgrade of beliefs, your ability to attract whatever it is. So get clarity on where it is you're heading. Whether you go into the depths of getting very clear on exactly what your perfect year looks like and how much money you'll need. I'm a fan of that. It actually had a quite a big impact for me and it's amazing what's changed over the years since I did that first calculation of the sort of things that I thought I wanted and what I thought were important and how that's changed. And now what I've realised is that to make the difference and the impact I want to make in the world, I'm going to need a whole lot more than what I originally set out. Not for me, but because the more money I can have is the bigger the platform I can build to help people. Now, a huge platform is not going to be important for all of you, but I know for some of the people that listen to this because I've spoken to them directly and they've told me that they do want to create a big platform. They do have a huge motivation to help change, to create more goodness in this world, to bring more joy, more fulfilment, and to create a better, healthier community individually collectively because they've seen what's not working they want to change that now whether you're coming back again to just your own personal preference around security or that bigger platform it starts and ends with you so get clear keep a journal start filling your mind with what's possible. Um, the other thing that came to mind is what, what Michael, my old mentor around this stuff, used to say is salary is one of the worst predictors of wealth. And for this reason was because what tends to happen is when people get an increase in salary, they also have an increase in spending. Again, these are habits, these are behaviours, these are repeating it is in the minority for people to be able to say, oh, here's more money, here's a bigger pool of money. Let's actually have a strategy around that. And if that's you, you're doing that, then great. I still know that there'd be things you can tweak there and there'd be ways you can get better. If you're not, if you know there's a bit of a pattern for you, starting to have to think about what that, a different way of living would look like. And again, it's got to get down on paper or in some way it's got to get out of your head and onto something else. Imagine that, whether it's your journal or a, or a um, vision board or whatever, but it's, it's your masterpiece of the future. Take the time to do that. Totally worth it. Totally worth it. Anyway, this is a conversation that could go much, much deeper. I'll leave it for there for now. I'm sure I'll come back and talk around this sort of stuff in the future, but it was a, a real game changer for me going back now over 10 years, changing my 
mentality around abundance, not just financial, but in all areas of life and being open to change and possibility and all of the full expression of what life can bring. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Grief Code podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Please share it with a friend or family member that you know would benefit from hearing it too. If you are truly ready to heal your unresolved or unknown grief, let's chat. Email me at info at ianhawkinscoaching.com. You can also stay connected with me by joining the Grief Code community at ianhawkinscoaching.com forward slash the grief code. And remember, so that I can help even more people to heal, please subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform.